What up? It's your girl, your friend, your sis, your chica, your homegirl in the gospel. Lyric, the Lyrical Miracle McCree. Let's talk about it. So I hope you all are doing well. I am so ready for this episode <laughs> because it is, to me, a doozy. Um, it's not always easy to reveal uh, things about yourself, but I lean more towards being transparent. Um, that's just the way I have always been. Sometimes I may be too transparent. I don't even know, but I know that I am transparent. I don't do the hide behind my Bible type of thing because it's too hard. <laughs> it's hard to pretend to be something that you are not. And I've just never been a fan of that. Um, I just feel like if I'm myself, then the people who are with me, I know that they are really with me and not my representative, the person that I presented to them. They are here with the real me. So uh, I just try not to uh, go through a bunch of uh, characters <laughs> trying to be this person, that person. I'm just not her. So it's um, not always easy to be transparent because you have to reveal uh, certain things about yourself. Um, and some people won't, but I will <laughs> because I ain't scared. But um, it's just not always the most comfortable thing to do um, to face yourself. But um, I ain't never been scared. <laughs> so we will talk about it. So before we get into this episode, I would like to pray. Um, Father God, I just thank you for this opportunity to talk to your wonderful people and those people who may not uh, know you just yet, but they are here. I thank you for them as well. And I pray that your perfect divine will for all of their lives be done. I pray that you would speak through me, that I would say something that is helpful in some way to someone. And in the end, I pray that you would receive all of the glory and all of the praise in Jesus name. Amen. So let's talk about it. This episode is called Fostering Me. Yes, that's what I said. Fostering Me. <laughs> because sometimes I feel like I need a foster parent. <laughs> I am a foster parent. And I have been for the last three and a half years. And I'm currently the foster parent of a very beautiful three-year-old little girl. Her name is Serenity, and I just love her so much. I am also in the process of adopting her. And just having her around has really changed my life. It has changed how I see things, how I how I move, what I will and won't do. Um, it, it really has um, changed and provoked me to better uh, in my life and in my walk with the Lord even. Um, I seek him more for his wisdom and for his guidance. Not that I didn't before, but even more so now because I recognize 
that I am in a position that I've never been in before. My daughter passed away. I would say she was four days, almost four days old. So I didn't really get to the part that I am now uh, with Serenity. And so I always say, this is my first rodeo because it is. I just love her. She's such a beautiful little girl. Um, she is autistic. She has level two autism. And that can be a bit challenging, but I would rather have the diagnosis than not have it and just keep wondering what's going on. Even though I originally was the one that said she has exhibited signs of autism. I mean, I saw it as early as seven or eight months. So they said that she just had a developmental delay. Okay, but... When she gets to one and one and a half, I'm really seeing stuff. Um, and so I, I'm just telling them, like, you guys should check her for autism. So they finally did. And we just got the diagnosis recently. So thank God um, that I know what I'm working with. However... I'm not I'm not deterred or afraid because of it, because it's not like it's a death sentence and uh, they have things, great services put in place for children who are autistic and have uh, special needs. And so I'm grateful to the Lord for that, because it, it really does help. And so the reason why I call this episode Fostering Me is that I'm thinking you know, quite ordinarily that when she came into my life that, you know, the Lord wants me to foster her. He wants me to love her, to to care for her, to teach her, to raise her for as long as I have her. I didn't know in the beginning that I would uh, end up adopting her, but I never thought that she would end up fostering me. <laughs> and so when I think about fostering you know, it's it's it has so many, many synonyms and it, it means so much. And I feel like I have experienced most of it, like it's encouragement, it's rear, it's rearing and raising a child. It's it's caring for them. It's advocating for them. It's uplifting. It's so many different positive things that I know that at some point I have done uh, in this journey, if not all of them. And so, on the same note, Serenity has also done the very same thing for me. Um, I'll give an example. Uh, some days I wonder, you know, could I have been a better mom today? I was just so tired. <laughs> I did the best I could do with what I had to work with. And I was feeling that way a couple of days ago. And... Serenity just walked over to me and she said, Mama, good job, good job. And I just was like, I love this kid. She's so awesome. Like, it's things like that. That was encouraging to me because I know as parents, we tend to think that we're just not doing enough. And some of us, you know, it really does mess up the flow of things when we get all in our heads wondering, if we did enough, if we should have done this more, 
Could we have just given them that extra snack? Should I just let her have the ice cream? <laughs> like, it's just so much. Um, but I'm thankful that no matter where I am or what's going on, the Lord will always remind me that I'm okay. That I'm I'm okay. It's not, it doesn't have to be perfect. And if any of you have grown up in an environment where you feel like you are a perfectionist as a result of it. Trust me, I know. I do. And I feel like people put that on me because as a child, I felt like I had to always be a certain way, even though I still got in trouble for everything. Like, folks were not cutting me any slack. But I felt like everything had to be perfect or either I was going to be in trouble or... You know, someone was not going to like me as much. And so I just kind of carried that over into teenagehood and young adult and full adulthood. And one of the things that Serenity has, I believe the Lord has used her to show me that it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be perfect. So before she got here, I was really a neat freak. Like, I want anything out of place. Everything had to be clean, and it just had to be. That's just the way I've been pretty much my entire life. And so I, when she started moving around and walking, you know, I was frustrated because I felt like I was always cleaning up, like, more than the norm, which I am because there's now a child in the house who has 1.5 million toys, 2.5 million items of clothing and about 900 pairs of shoes. So, yeah, stuff is everywhere sometimes. And I used to get frustrated because I felt like as soon as I cleaned up one area, the other area was jacked up. And so I would just get so frustrated. And one day um, I was sitting down and I was just looking at all the stuff that I needed to do. And I just wanted to absolutely cry. <laughs> I really wanted to cry. And my baby, who is nonverbal still, she just put both of her hands, like one hand on each cheek. Like if you're going to cup somebody's face to kiss them. So she put one hand on each cheek. And then she just leaned in and rubbed her nose against mine and then hugged me like, it's okay. And I'm like, this little girl... Y'all don't even understand how amazing this little girl is. She is just amazing. She has wiped my tears and hugged me and pat me on the back and, <laughs> and told me good job. And now she says thank you. And I never, I've never told her, you know, say thank you. I think because I say it so much to her when she does something good or when she is being helpful or she'll drop something and she'll turn around and pick it up and put it back on the table. And I'm like, good job. Thank you. So now when I do something, she'll say, thank you. Thank you. It's so cute. <laughs> it's so cute. And I just love how the Lord will use anything and anybody that he chooses to. And I know that he sent her to me. Even the story behind when she got to me, it was miraculous because I had specifically prayed for a little girl about three months old. Um, 
I didn't care what her race was, um, but I was looking to foster either an African-American child or Latina um, just because, you know, where I live, that's mostly what's in the system anyway. So she is Guatemalan and white. She's half white and half Guatemalan. And um, so she got to, uh, I prayed about three months um, for a three-month-old, excuse me, and for it to be a girl. And I also specifically said, and Lord, I want a child that if I choose to adopt her parents, it's not going to be an issue, basically. And I literally got everything I prayed for. I even, I even, I told the Lord, I said, I so believe that you're going to do what I asked you to do, that I'm going to go shop in advance. I did. I went and bought all little girl clothing for three months old, um, all the little shoes and the bows and everything. Now, when she got here, I was absolutely amazed. Like, wait, what? This is it is fantastic. But before she got to me, I was really going through some emotional healing. And so it was bringing up a lot of stuff. And I remember saying to the Lord, um, Lord, I'm just, I feel like I'm all over the place. Um, where's my peace? Like I used to feel like in spite of what was happening in my life, I still had peace. I said, but I don't, I don't feel that peace anymore. And, you know, you read all the scriptures about, you know, I will keep you in perfect peace whose mind has stayed on me. You know, I'm reading all the scriptures and I'm still just not feeling the peace. Like, it, it, I just felt like I was everywhere. And so um, the next day was when I got the call about the little girl that I had actually prayed for. And the reason why I knew it was the Lord sending her. Now, keep in mind that I said I was praying about peace. Lord, where's my peace? And then they call me and say they have a three-month-old little girl. And she needs um, placement. Um, so I said, oh, okay. I said, well, what is her name? And she said, Serenity. Uh, What? Serenity literally means peace, calm. <laughs> like, so Lord, you're going to not only send me the child that I described, you're going to send me her with the name <laughs> that means what I just was praying about. Like, it was just no. And I think the Lord, not I think, I know the Lord did all those things so specifically because he knew what I was about to face. <laughs> I wasn't ready, y'all. <laughs> I wasn't ready. <laughs> I was not ready. I went from owning all of my time, doing what I want, when I want to do it, to now I have this teeny tiny little, little baby who I was afraid I was going to break <laughs> because she was so little. She was just, ah, uh, she was so tiny. I was, as soon as I saw her, I was just, I just felt fear come over me, like, and wouldn't it just be like the enemy to, you know, because he knows the Lord is trying to bless you to try to make you fearful of the very thing that the Lord is using to bless you? Well, I don't know if I want to start that business. 
and I, I don't know. It's just, what if, what if, and now you're all afraid. And the Lord has told you to start the business. He gave you the idea, the business plan. And now you even have the funds for it and you're still scared. You still won't move. Because the enemy knows that whatever it is the Lord is trying to get into your hands, that if he can paralyze you with fear, then you won't move. So that that was just a side note. <laughs> but, you know, the Lord knew that I was going to have to face a lot with serenity. It was new to me. It, it was a lot going on. And had it not for, been for the fact that all these things lined up, I don't know. I um I probably would have sent her back if I can be honest. Um she cried all the time. I didn't know what was wrong with her. Um then the Lord even had one of my neighbors come knock on my door. This older Mexican lady came and knocked on my door. She said she kept hearing the baby cry and that I mind if she held her. And I was like, "No," cuz I didn't know what to do. And so she was doing some something where she looked like she's flipping the baby over and up and down and all around. But she told me, don't worry. She wasn't going to hurt her. She said, this is what we do in Mexico. Um, and so when she finished, she said, your baby has colic. I was like, how do you know that? She said, I, that's, it's colic. She said she has colic and she's severely constipated. And I know that she's constipated because Feel her belly, and her belly was so hard. Oh my goodness, it was so hard. So she sent her son um, to get me some mommy's bliss, and lo and behold, what do you know? That's what it was. And when she passed those hard <laughs> movements coming out. Um, she was screaming because it was hard. It was hard. It it was like she had never drank water in her life. It was just hard. It felt like a a golf ball in my hand under that, on top of that pamper, and I just was like, "This is ridiculous." And so, you know, the Lord helped me through that because that was one of the things that was making me feel like, should I call this social worker and tell her this is not a good idea? Because I was just way too nervous, and so that got resolved. And then the getting up, I was getting up like every two hours. It was driving me up the wall. <laughs> After a while, I was like, this is, why do people want to have children? This is ridiculous. <laughs> I just, I was so tired. I have never been so tired in my entire life. And, but it was teaching me something. Like it was teaching me to persevere. It was teaching, even though I've been through many things, but this is perseverance on a different level. So hats off to every parent who is doing parent things because um, you rock. I just need to tell you that, girl, guy, listen, <laughs> I never wanted children. I just was one of those people that I just never wanted kids and until I did. And so, but I always knew I didn't want to have them like yeah I don't want you coming out of my womb but um you can come through the front door <laughs> so, so um I just was you know I was bombarded I was stressed and even then like the way she would look at me it just made me feel a certain level of comfort like this kid mm-mm 
So then I started to be afraid, like, oh, no, I don't want to get attached to her because they may come and take her away. So I tried to do the aloof thing for a while. And then one day she just stole my heart. Like every time I passed by, she smiled. She was making all this progress. She wasn't when she first got to me, the social worker said she wasn't tracking. She barely was blinking. Um, She just stared and like. I've never seen a baby look like they were vacant, like they were just not at home. Not especially not an infant. Like like what does an infant have to go through to have a just a blank stare in their eyes? Like she just looked like she wasn't in there. And when the social worker came back for the next visit, um the following week, my baby was tracking, she was cooing, she was doing all the stuff they said she didn't do. She said, oh, my gosh, Miss McCree, what did you do? I said, girl, it's amazing what a little love, food, prayer, and Jesus can do. <laughs> she said, she is doing all these different things. I was like, yeah, I know. So it made me feel good to know that I was of service and and useful in that capacity. It made me feel like my life had a different type of meaning and purpose. Um, Because now I have this whole little life that is depending on me to get my together (laughs) because she needs me. And so that's what I started to do. I really started taking the time to work on me um, even more in depth than before and really trying to nurture my relationship with the Lord and seeking him for his for his wisdom and his guidance and his counsel um because I have understood since then until now that this is not something I can do on my own because I don't know what's best for her only he knows that and so I can do my best but I don't know what's best and so um I just thank the Lord for the opportunity to foster this wonderful little girl but Again, I feel like she is fostering me. <laughs> I feel like she is bringing me to, or the Lord is using her to bring me to a point where I'm okay with me. Like, I don't have to be perfect. Because the one thing I have noticed about her, whether I'm in a best mood or I'm in an awful, lousy mood, when I walk through that door or when I go pick her up, or if I go in the other room and walk back in the living room, she has the same smile on her face. She still reaches for me like, where did you go? <laughs> like, she follows me around the room if she's sitting in her high chair. She just, her eyes just, or her head, she just wants to know what I'm doing. <laughs> where are you going? What are you doing? If I'm in the bathroom, she wants to go. Like, she just makes me feel... Like I matter. And only the Lord can bring you to a purpose that is as wonderful as fostering a child and that child end up fostering you. And I pray that he will send someone to show you how much he loves you. Um, 
I know that we have his word and I know that we know he sent his son. But sometimes the Lord does send people to love us through them. And for everyone who needs that, that is my prayer for you, that you discover God's unconditional love being loved through another person, because that's what I feel like he is doing with serenity. Like no matter what, she just loves me. She just wants me. She doesn't, she doesn't care if I have on the fanciest wig or name brand clothes or if my nails are done that day. She doesn't care. She really just does not care. She doesn't care if we eat steak or if we eat beanies and weenies. <laughs> like She just wants to eat with me. She doesn't even care. And I pray that you also will have someone who just wants you. Just wants you. You don't have to do all the fancy stuff. They just want you. And so I pray that the rest of your day or your night or whatever time it is when you're listening to this, that it goes well, that the Lord will continue to be with you, show you his plan and his purpose for your life. And uh, thank you for listening to my podcast. And thank you for letting me share how my beautiful foster child, Serenity, is fostering me. So you take care and don't forget to talk about it.